0: This is the iFanBoy Pickle League Podcast, episode 565, brought to you by iFanBoy listeners just like you. Hello, and welcome to the Fanboy Pickle League Podcast, episode five hundred and sixty-five. It's the last Pickle League Podcast of two thousand sixteen. Yay. Yay! Stop. <laughs> fuck, fuck this year. one <laughs> the door hit you in the way out, the way Two thousand sixteen. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Josh Flanagan. It's okay, you tried. We know how you feel. It's. And Ron
1: Richards. Yep, I know. I'm I'm there with you.
0: We are a fanboy. We like comics. Every week we read a bunch of comics. One of us picks their favorite book, called it the pick of the week. We talk about that book, we talk about other books, some fun stuff, some listener mail, some dumb superpowers. It'll be a fun time. Spoiler warning this is a review show. There'll be some spoilers. Heed, heed, heed the word and be cautious. This week, the final pick of the week of 2016 went to Ronald Thank Richards.
1: You. Thank you. And the final Thank pic- God it was you. And the final pick of the week of 2016 went to Avengers number two, written by Mark Wade with art by Mike Del Mondo. Um And again, you know, it comes down to inches sometimes on a week when there's not a huge big, oh my God, I can't believe this release and that sort of thing. And sometimes it's fun to look at a second issue, but sometimes it's even more fun to look at not one, not two, not three, but multiple Kangs. And at the end of the day, you can't go wrong with Kang. And that's that's the well that Mark Wade is dipping into on this uh, uh, introductory arc on the latest volume of Avengers. Uh, and the I wasn't on the show when the first issue came out, so I didn't get a chance to talk about how much I love the choice of Mark, Mike Del Mundo on art on this. Because when you think of Avengers artists, I don't think I would think of Mark Del Mundo. So I would applaud Marvel Mike. For, for Mike De, Mike Del Mundo, Mark uh, Wade, Mike Mark, Del Mundo, yeah, there you go, my, my, my pal, Dave Finch, the M and M, Marco D'Alfonso. Um, but yeah, no, I, I applaud the challenging choice of, uh, of Mike DelMundo who has more of a, well, how would you describe this style? It's, I mean, it's not, it's painted, oh, but it's not, but it's, it's almost European, I, right? Made, yeah. You know what? It, it's, it's great. I would start
2: with that. Um, <laughs> I, I first found him on, uh, weird world back in battle world written by Jason Aaron. And I was like, who is this person? Yep. And so I, I look out for him. Um, I don't know. He's sort of filling in that spot where, um, Oh, who was the guy? Acuna, Daniel Acuna. Yes, it's, it's very
1: Acuna. Yeah, yeah. But,
2: but with its own flavor, it's not like I'd mix the two of them up. Yep. But you know, he worked out very well on. Was it Uncanny Avengers? Is that it?
1: Acuna, yeah, it was on Uncanny. Acuna, right. yeah, yes. Acuna,
2: yep. And and, yep. and and yeah, I mean, so it, it's in that vein a little bit, and I I like it. It it sort of gives. I, I don't know. I think an Avengers title has to have something a little extra going on, and yep. I think that's what Del Mundo Oof. provides here. Yeah, just something to be like, you know, look what we can do.
1: Right, and 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 listen, you, 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 when you have multiple Kangs, it's already got a little extra. But with adding adding in the Del Mundo art, that's even more of a little oomph. Is it the same Kang or is it different era Kangs? They're different Kangs. It's all Kang, Kangtastic. Um, so basically, long story short, this this all this storyline hinges on the actions of uh, of the Vision, who went uh, back in time to when Baby Kang was born and hid Baby Kang. And uh, because of that, uh, older Kang has decided to strike back at the Avengers and is killing them as babies. Oh. <laughs> and so, and so, even older Kang uh, pulls the Avengers into limbo to protect them from being blinked out of existence by having their baby uh, counterparts uh, uh, killed by younger, Kang, by mid mid age Kang. Middle age. That's Kang. right. Older Kang is like
0: good, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, In his uh, old
0: age, he turned less evil.
1: Right. post 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 immortis Yeah. Post immortus. White yeah, like yeah. haired <sighs> king. Yeah. Well, th- this guy, he's he's all. I mean, he he doesn't. look, I don't know. I don't recall him looking like this. But he's um he's got this kind of very high collar. Apparently, that's his time travel collar. Um, and he doesn't have hair. He looks if he looks more apocalyptic esque. You got to protect,
2: protect, protect your neck. Got to protect your neck during the time protect travel. Your neck,
1: but um neck and neck, but uh, how does um, limbo protect you from being killed as a baby? Don't know. Okay. I'm not going to question it, is because uh, they're pulled out of reality. So, therefore, it says, I pulled you into limbo outside of the time stream to safety, just ahead of the rolling time wave of consequence. The rolling time wave of consequence. Awesome. Can
2: I just, <laughs> I just, I, I just want to, I'm going to get this out of the way here, real quick. So, I saw this issue um, before I knew it was pick of the week, and I thought, and for some reason, I had missed that that uh, Del Mundo was the artist on on the first issue, and I thought I'm gonna download it and and start reading it and go from here. And I and I've I've had a week, and I just I couldn't deal. Yeah. Like I, I just I there's too much happening. I looked through the whole thing, I reviewed all the art, but every time I tried to read it, I was like, I can't I can't handle this right now.
1: Well, well, and here's the thing is, and and we're t- we talked about this a lot, uh, and it's gonna come up on our year end media review or whatever. But I feel like this is the year of reveling in time travel. And I don't know yeah. if that's some sort of social commentary or anything like that. I'll let you decide, <laughs> listener. But um, uh, <laughs> but the fact that the fact that this really played into that idea of time travel, and you've got not only you know multiple era Kangs all fighting the Avengers, but the idea of like, go okay, well I'm going to go back and I'm going to kill him as a baby, and I'm going to stop you from killing him as a baby, and I'm going to kidnap you as a baby, and uh, like lots of time time travel just gets my gets my engine going. So uh, I'm happy with that. But, um, and Kang, and I think
0: anytime you have Kang, you, it allows the writer and the reader to revel in that crazy limbo nonsense, which right. I, I think is great.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you got you got regular Kang that we know. You've got the Scarlet Centurion, who's a version of Kang, um, and then you got Future Kang. Um, and in the in the summary on the second page of the book, it says dozens of Kangs are going through the time stream. I guess the Kangs are dividing and conquering as is, they're go- as they're trying to take out the Avengers as babies. Um, is Kangs the correct plural, or is yeah, Kang I, th- I think Kangum, Kang of Kang gang of Kang the murder of Kang's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, um, a cult of Kang and there's one point there's one point where they well so also the wa- King, of me- <laughs> the King of Kang King of Kang meanwhile on <laughs> earth uh the only the only avenger that Kang has not been able to kill yet is Hercules because he does not does not know when he was born cuz he's a god he's- Right. Yeah, right. But 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 it's this kind of thing where they don't know. They, they talk to that where Kang can't find you as an infant because he doesn't know where to look, right? And so then Hercules goes to find the baby Kang that the Vision hid, and for some reason he hid him in Vietnam, um, and then at the temples, the temple of the priests of Pama, and uh, and that's where the Avengers emerge from Limbo, and there's a big fight of multiple Kangs versus the Avengers, and it's just you know Kang on Kang action. And it's just, it's just really... A, you a be, flirt of Kang. Yeah. You got
0: to pay action for a King on Kang action? Yes. <laughs>
2: um, but it's Kang just... on Kang action is actually banned in the UK. I don't know if you knew <laughs> that. Yeah, it's illegal there.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, and ultimately it ends, it ends with a, uh, you know, the cliffhanger is the new Wasp, who I don't know who, what her name is now. I don't know. They're all different now. But, um, uh, Isn't that the sheep book? they all new, all different Avengers? Isn't that yeah. the other book? No, no, this is just regular Avengers, but it's the new Wasp because somebody refers to her by name, and I'm like, well, I don't know that name.
0: Yeah, that's a new – so wait, what happened to the all-new, all-different Avengers book?
1: Uh, I think that ended. They broke up, didn't they, because Nova – Yeah, because and... all the, kids, le- all the yeah. kids left the team. Yeah, the champions Yeah, yeah, but yeah. This, this is – so this is Sam Wilson, Cap, Vision, Spider-Man, um, Hercules, Lady Thor, and all-new, all-different Wasp. It's a fine team. Yeah, it is a fine team. Uh, but yeah, Peter so, Parker Spider-Man with the glowy spider? No glowy spider, but uh, yes, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Uh, Mike Del Mundo knows what's up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so it ends, it ends on a cliffhanger as Vision throws um, Elder Kang's time travel collar around Wasp and gives her baby Kang and says, no, go, no, fly. And she goes, so, so now she's off in the time stream. And it's can a, little, can a little Wasp hold up a baby? Uh, I think the baby shrunk in size with Wasp. So oh yeah. okay, she Pimmed that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Pim
0: particles. For so the I don't wind. know.
1: It was. It's just a good. I mean, it's a second issue of the story. It's a. It's. It's. the meaty kind of part. It's a. You got a big fight. You got a lot of intrigue. You got a lot of time travel. And you got a lot of Kang. That's what does it for me.
2: The so. second issue of a lot of things is the thing that's that's really going to tell you these days yeah. whether it's a thing you want to read is what I'm finding.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah, that's good. I was glad to yeah. see that.
1: So I dig it. I dug it. I dig it. I it's, dug it.
2: It is. It is great looking. I mean, and, like it's. And, and, p- It's—you say painterly, but there's actually a lot of sort of cartooning going on. If you look at all the Hercules' facial expressions, like, there's really sort of wonderful, slightly over-the-top, you know, facial expressions, and it's good stuff.
1: Yeah, very good stuff. So, yeah, and really at the end of the day, like, there was a a bunch of books we're going to talk about here who were potential contenders— um, and there were books that you know that that all had merit and reason. Um, but at the end of the day, when I sat sat back, I looked at my stack of books in front of me. I, it was one of those weeks where I read everything, and I'm like, all right, where are we at here? Right? <laughs> let, let me take let me take stock of 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 this week's comics bounty. Um, and, back in the pre digital days, I used to lay them all out on the floor. I remember that and just stand over them,
0: lord over them, and pick them. But like 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 that. Kang, like Kang would. Yeah, I get the mask
2: out. You know. Like Kang, like, you know, like Kang. <laughs> I bet Elvis would also do that. <laughs> I mean, put all, put all the donuts out there, man. I'll just look at them all. All right, hold on. You know, we'll go with the maple.
1: So yeah, so Avengers number two, Mark Wade, Mike Mike, Mike Del Mundo. Check it out. If you know, you can still you know, grab the first issue, jump on board. If you like a fun, uh, rollicking time travel Kang adventure, those are always good. I feel like every couple of years we need a good Kang adventure. So uh, yeah, always uh, get the chicken. Yeah. always go with Kang. Always fried chicken and Kang. You can't go wrong there. Uh, but a very very close uh, second was Batman number twelve, uh, really. Which yeah, which I was, which you I ever w- picked the Batman book. I don't think I ever picked a Batman. Yeah, book. You ha- he has in the Have past. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I wasn't
0: yeah. going to start now.
1: Um, Snyder, Snyder, yeah. and
0: yeah, and I think also Morrison maybe Batman and Robin, but uh, maybe, yeah.
1: But uh, I was very impressed by the double page spread storytelling device of Michael Janin in this issue. Look, yeah, the I, book was gorgeous. Yeah, this book. Yeah. I normally don't
2: like it, but two things happened. The whole thing was double page spread. Fine by me, and uh, Janine or Janin, great artist. Yeah, yeah, yep.
1: yeah. They, they were they, not only were they double page, double page spreads, but they were interesting movement double page spreads. They had a, yeah. they had a kinetic energy. Really, it was the one. I think it was the third one where like it was bed. it was the Batman scaling the tower of the castle.
2: Oh yeah! I was like, "Oh yeah.
1: goddamn!" I was like, "Jesus,"
2: uh, you know. Like, uh, you know what? I, I, I'll go with you. The page before that, which has uh, a whole image that goes along the bottom, sort of yeah. left to right, and then the panels up top that show him taking out all those guys. Yeah. That was the first one. I Was like, "Oh, that's great!" And then you, and then the it's compounded by you flip to that next drawing of that amazing drawing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. down on that fortress, and like that one-two punch of that was really. Special. Yeah, I I, is, I I got to that page and I went, oh wow. I mean, it, I was
0: I was a little disappointed that in the following page he didn't end up fighting any of those sharks. Yeah. Um, I was shark hoping. I shark
1: was hoping for <laughs>
0: some anti bat shark spray. Yep. Was, uh, something. points but. for a shark tease. <laughs> but I mean, there's sorry. three of them there, or oh, no, the same one just over and over again.
1: But you yeah, know, I I don't know if it you know I mean Tom King writing it and uh, Michael Janin working on it. I don't, you know, I'm sure they collaborated or that sort of thing. But the the <laughs> Yes, they
2: did. <laughs> no, yeah, but the I
1: mean, writer yeah. wrote the panels. And no, but I don't know if used. he was like, hey, I want to do – you, know, like, you never know where who had the initial idea to Ron, do the, the – Let me explain how comics work, Ron. No, I understand how so comics So the writer
0: work. writes the panels.
1: No, I know that. But, and some, then the but sometimes the them. artist goes, hey, I really want to do double-page spreads. And the writer goes, okay, cool. I'll write that. You're like, You don't know what the direction was.
2: Um, I think with something like this, you have to plan it ahead of time.
1: Sure, I'm sure there's got. No, let's,
2: let's, let's just let's just go to a room and see what we get. Let's just. Uh, I write here's the script. I don't even care what happens with it. Wait a minute, you combat you combine the entire thing in double pages. I want you to think about the way that Tom King's books have looked in the past, every single one, yeah. and how deliberate they've all been, They're intricately right. plotted. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but like you know, he's a nine panel grid guy. A lot of the times, like his pacing with panels is super. Uh, regulated, basically. So obviously, this was
1: well. Well, to, to that to that argument, maybe this wasn't. Maybe this was Jannen. You know, so, you know, kind of push pushing him I to don't. a certain degree because you were talking about these nine panel grids. This is this opposite of nine panel grid as it gets. And right. Like, you know, like one but was that just that
2: seems deliberate.
1: One is just a top down of a bunch of bodies and Batman in the middle. I mean, it's just kind of. I um, don't. I
2: don't think that you can make this script work if it wasn't planned like
1: this. Yeah. Well, either way, I was impressed with the feeling of motion and momentum from yep. double-page spread to double-page spread is that not only did it feel left to right, but Easy. as you were going up and down with Batman, as you're reading it, I felt that you know kind of progression. Um, it was a very visceral, visceral read, I thought. Look at all the beachheads he beat up on that one page. No. <laughs> Just beat up every beachhead. Every beachhead
0: there is. It's like a Kang of multiple earths. It's it's, it's beat multiple beachheads.
2: Okay, who do we pitch that to? (laughs) (laughs) We've got to somehow work out something between Marvel and IDW, but we can make this work. I know people. A bounty of
0: beachheads? Is that multiple on infinite beachheads? (laughs) A bounty of beachheads. Um, (laughs) I thought it was great. The, from the art, an art standpoint, I'm not sure how I feel yet about this particular story. I, I saw some headline somewhere that said this was the first time that Tom King brought his style of writing the Vision to Batman. Yeah. But um, I don't know how I feel about, about the revelation that Batman Bruce is going to kill himself, and then he decided to become a vigilante instead of suicide. And I don't know how I feel and, about that. And yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, I, don't know. I,
2: I had the same feeling, but I have decided to not care. I thought that. I'm weird. just. I'm going to move thought, on from it. Yeah, yeah. You can I get mean, rid of that a lot easier than you can a severed Alfred hand, and they didn't have a problem fixing that. So you know, play I mean, ball. Can get rid of the giant vents on his gloves. I don't know what those are for. Wrist air. I
0: guess <laughs> air um, Those wrists get sweaty. It, it's it's a tendonitis thing. I tell you what, Michael Jad draws a great uh, psycho
2: pirate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a golden age for psycho Pirate fans. <laughs> he just keeps showing up in the background. Yeah. All
0: right. I was. It was good.
1: Yeah, it was very, it was it was very, good. very good. But for me, the the art was the the. Th- I mean, the why it wasn't picked the week was that it was just I I didn't love this the the narration device and the story. You know, like I don't know, just a, This is again and again yeah. going to be the story of this week, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this very like- much. a,
2: Wow, that art was great. Anything else? That art was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead. Over and over, I was with that. So that was the art
1: of the next book. Content. Yeah. Well, the other, the next book is just is a tour de force. It's just, and, and I really hope that the fact that this is the last issue of this arc doesn't mean the end of this, but I think that's the that's the purpose of it. Um, as this is part four or four of the incarnation story arc of Moon Knight in Moon Knight number nine, and you got Jeff Lemire working with Greg Smallwood, Smallwood, Wilfredo Torres, Francesco Francovia, and James Stokoe. and this is the big kind of uh, you know showdown issue where. Uh, Mark Spector confronts all his different personalities and uh slowly they they all start fading away as he defeats them and now he's just back down to one. So uh uh and each uh each artist is done in his own kind of, you know, in in a different uh each character is done in a different artist style. So the sci-fi Moon Knight who at one point, the the real Mark Specter goes, yeah, I don't even know where you came from. You're somewhat new. Because <laughs> he had never <laughs> seen this one before. He just created, Lemire created it for this book. Um, that's done by Stoko which looks great. And Frank Avia does the uh, kind of the hooded, caped one that we're used to seeing um, generally. And then uh, it just, I don't know. I, I really, I, I like the direction that is taking this. And uh, in terms of, you know, playing with the multiple personalities, which is such a big aspect of uh, Moon Knight, but then ending it with okay, now there's one, and now and it ends on the you know climax, and now I have to go kill Conshu, and uh, and it's it's the Moon Knight in the suit with the white mask that we saw from uh, Shalvi's mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Ellis's, uh run.
2: You know, I I gotta say, I think Smallwood, yeah, I he he might do that better than than Declan did, and and I I say that meaning that Declan did. It was beautiful. And, like, I don't care about the story. I've tried to read it. I don't care, but I keep looking at it. Yep. Because just, just him walking in that suit with the mask on is it so great. good looking. Yeah. So it's, good. It's yeah. just... Amazing.
1: Yeah, this arc has just been fun, just to see the 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 you know the variety of the artists and having that and have that work together. And I really liked even the Wilfredo Torres in the middle, which is just you know two marks in suits talking to each other. But that was mm-hmm. still pretty too, as well. You know, and like I like how that yeah. one ends on a hug as the guy fades away, and it just you know like it was.
0: Yeah. What what's strange is two marks in suits is my uh, one man show <laughs> over on uh, Pico. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can see where we're going with this week's show, by
0: the way. <laughs> we're gonna do shtick. There's still tickets available. If anybody wants in the LA area, come on by. Um, oh, God. Are we, are, we, are we moving on to Thor? Yeah. I just wanted you to keep going. The Village Voice says. <laughs> yeah. Well, LA Weekly said it was a show.
1: tour de force.
0: Um, Period. So the unworthy Thor number two, and all I know is that Olivier Coipel can draw Thanos really, really well.
1: Just, I mean, I, Olivia Coipel can draw everything really well.
0: Everything, yeah, but I was particularly taken by that last page of Thanos. I was just like, "Wow, that yeah. is a great Thanos." Well,
1: it's um, fun, it's fu- Thanos. It's, funny. it's funny because you've got Coipel on this uh, Unworthy Thor, which we found out is a miniseries, right? Yeah, and then you've got um, Jim Chung on the Clone Conspiracy miniseries over Spider-Man. And it's like these, you know, y- you know these. Y- I guess they still are superstar Marvel artists who I just want to see more from. But we get these little tastes of, and they're gonna go away, and then come back and go away. Like I'd forgotten about Koypel for a while because he's just, you know, because I forgot how good he was. And then you get to that um, that last page with Thanos, and it's just like, damn, it just it. it it's uh, you so- know
2: what? Even before that, though, like the oh, way that he's issue. drawing yeah. Odinson and like. That Bell. sort of, that's yeah, and that sort of space. I guess they're on the moon. That sort of landscape, and and a lot of this just exists in shadow. And you get to sort of the the double page spread where where Bill is flying sort of sideways across, and like that's some pretty dynamic panel talent, and it works. Yeah, it's really well done. Like I was, this is actually the one where where like the art was good, and I really like the story. I like I like that this feels like, oh, this has all been one story. Right, you know, from the beginning of Jason's book, well, because it references Gore, gore now, and yeah. so are we supposed to believe
0: here that his unworthiness okay. was because he he's questioning whether Gore was right? Is that it?
2: Is that the big I'm reveal? Not. I think it's just him doubting himself, and he's got to get his groove back. Okay, so we still don't know what the whisper was then. No. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm just curious. I didn't because it's it's somewhat implied here. I didn't know if that was the big thing here. Is
2: that he his?
1: What if Gore isn't thing? a madman at all? Yeah right yeah. yeah
2: well i mean i think there's always been sort of the like gore's position made sense it wasn't like like he was just an insane person you know right. his methods weren't good but you know he he had a point and and gore and thor i just realized those rhymed
0: yeah, um platform. yeah you know what that, god those books were good um they were I you know I hate what's going on at Thor I hate what's, by extension what's going on at Marvel with all the classic heroes being shunted to the side but I really do did like this issue I like you know, I always love a Beta Ray
2: Bill Thor team up um, I have no problem with the Jane Foster Thor I've liked that story all the way through I know that but I don't have a I don't I have a problem and, and Docterman over there is great um, I love, I, just love, I just love Beta Ray Bill that's all. I just I just, I just I want to know. chime in. I, I, want, I want you to do a panel in San Diego one year, and it's just like a bunch of stuff. And like you don't say anything <laughs> the whole time. And so it's like, Connor, did you have anything to add? To-? I just want to say I love Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> I love my Beta Ray Bill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I Ron? you like, yeah, that's yeah, a good point. <laughs> he do does. He, anyone he, who,
1: he really does. That's anyone
0: who right. doesn't love Beta Ray Bill can get out.
1: <laughs> he, can, uh, <laughs> he can meet me outside, Bucko. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, m- Green Arrow Jesus, it the clashes with comic book fans at
2: comic convention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Green Arrow twelve Ron, I, I think that, um, as we said before, it's really true that when, when Otto Schmidt's drawing this book, it really sings. Yep. And when he's not drawing the book, there's a bigger problem. Yep. Um, and I don't know why that is, because it's the same writer, but for some reason. It's a much more engaging book when Otto Schmidt's drawing it.
1: Yeah, I, I, and it's it's almost to the point where I don't want to read it when it's not him because I feel like it takes it away. Right. Um, and and like the thing is that I haven't really liked where the story's been going over these twelve issues. Um, but mm-hmm. now here they are now where where Oliver Queen is faked is everyone thinks Oliver Queen is dead and it's just the Green Arrow and and it's and this you know this kind of new opposition where you know he, you know Black Canary tells Green Arrow he needs to stay with his head in his game because Seattle needs him his city needs him which is very you know the city uh, yeah. you know the city connection that we watch on the TV show um, and then to have the villain turn around on him and and start you know making it look like he's killing people and turn the city on him that's a great you know kind of conflict and I was like I finished this issue and I was like oh man, I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, and it'll probably be a different artist And I got really sick.
0: Right, exactly. And it's going to be a bummer. Yep. Now, my only downside, and this isn't really specific to this this issue because it's happened on multiple occasions in the last couple of months, I'm really not looking forward to the next four years of thinly veiled Trump surrogates in these books. Yeah, I know. There's been at least three or four in, in, that I've read in the last in
1: I
2: like,
0: various
1: comics. Yeah,
2: I like the fact that we are absolutely seeing a trend overall that comics are... There's themes that keep going on, but they're not specific, like the time travel theme or the mm-hmm. a lot of apocalypse, a lot of you know, getting a o- getting away from our world basically. That is a really interesting effect of the sort of climate. Right. But if mm-hmm. yeah, if we have to keep seeing Trump standing, I mean, and,
0: and it's not just like a guy that looks like him, but with a mustache, but also talks like him, and it's like okay, do the do the demagogue uh, candidate, but don't make him, don't give him the same speech patterns that Trump has. It's right. just
1: yeah, agreed.
0: Uh, other I mean, that's otherwise a, a stellar issue, I thought.
1: yeah, no. I mean, I, I, the thing is that Otto Schmidt uh, is fantastic. And I also realized that if you read the cover with Ben Benjamin Percy writing an Otto Schmidt, but it says Percy Percy Schmidt, that's a great pseudonym. They should just go by that. Like, per- created by Percy Schmidt. Um, but uh, Otto Schmidt, I just like I want to see him on a I want he's the kind of person I want to see him on a issue to issue book and just revel in his artwork. Um, because every, every time, every issue is just like, is delightful. It's just, I can't, I, you know, like it, it's, it's the, it, it's reminiscent of Sean Murphy, but cleaner and tighter yeah. in a certain way. Um, and I think, I think it's a great fit for Green Arrow because there's a velocity to his artwork. Yes. Um, but yeah, it just, it just, And a sharp, and a sharpness. People and have sharpness. Like, yeah. yeah. Or angular. I'm, and, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's really to the, it's really to the point. Is um, it really green? Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Kind of a hooded style. Uh, <laughs> the um, ugh, I had a point, and I'll have done That's on that's on uh, both of you because you lost. Oh, okay, me. okay, okay. So, do you think that the page boy haircut is is within police regulations, Ron? Because that that one cop with the page. Yeah, boy, that I was like, the one. I was, was like,
1: like, oh, that was yeah. I don't that, think that would be okay. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I I, I really like this book a lot, and I was actually showing off the page, uh, the, the treehouse reveal with the with those colors in the background, like the painted. Yeah, forest. I was like, yeah. "Wow, that is look at this page."
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I just I lo- when he draws it. This book is. I look. I get really excited when I see his name on the cover. When I don't, I just go, "All right, let's just do this." And not. It's as literally,
2: excited. what he does. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> oh, it must be reading Green Arrow. <laughs> I, are we are we done with Green Arrow? I actually I stopped reading it just because. Right,
1: because it's too much I, of a it, it screws with you. Yeah. Yep.
2: I just I, I, yeah, I, get, I wasn't. I don't blame you. Um, let's talk about, about us. No, let's talk about everyone else. Let's talk about how you can support iFanboy by giving to others. Um, I want you to make sure that if you're buying from Amazon, which if you're like me, you're pretty much going to do all that in that last week there. Uh, and all of the toys for the children will come to the house. Uh, and you should go to iFanboy.com slash Amazon. And when you do that, it will, it will... It will cost you nothing. It will cost you no time, no effort, no money. It just supports this uh, well, it's, podcast.
1: It's going to cost them some money. I mean, they've got to pay for the, what they're ordering. But not this But not
2: this, Not this. this part of it. Not additional <laughs> gonna, money, right. Yes. They were yeah. going to do it. And I'm not yeah. – listen, I'm not going to go so far as to say, hey, go buy some stuff you weren't going to buy anyway. I'm <laughs> no additional monies. <laughs> you were going to buy it. Just do it this way because it's, it's the right thing to do and you like this show. It's a part – if you're listening to this show every Monday – or it's Sunday night, if you're that, if you're that into it, I I believe it is the least you can do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: <like, laughs> I'm going to get confrontational on it. I'm just, you know, you put in a little effort at least. We try and we try and we give and we give. Right, and so You how, can at how, least go to ifambo.com/slash/amazon and use that link uh, to uh, to help us out and help you out. Uh, and and watch for uh, great deals. I don't
1: yeah, know, that's just it's, a, it's as easy as it gets. Go to slash amazon There's that the biggest banner they provide. All you gotta do is click on that. That takes you to Amazon. Do your shopping. That's the last thing you gotta do, and and it'll help us in the long run. And you get your you get your presents in time, and make your kids think that Santa exists. So there you go.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, what? What?
0: Ron, <laughs> the uh, multiple Marvel hero train rolls on to Nova.
1: Yes, I uh, wanted to love this. Wanted to love it, and it was good. It was all right. Um It was written by Jeff Loveness and Ramon Perez with art by Ramon Perez, who I think Ramon Perez is, is wonderfully talented. For some reason, I cannot get into when he works on Marvel books.
0: I don't think Heck. this this particular book. Yep. There were pages of it where I was like, whoa, there's Ramon Perez. Yep. And yeah, I There were other, other pages where I was like, that's Ramon
2: Perez? So I don't know what to think about that. He did them on the back motorcycle, though. Right. Yeah. Well, on, the, on the way to a bar.
0: While touring
1: the
2: Pyrenees Mountains.
0: Yeah. While, so while dressed that. impeccably. Yeah. You know. star sort of floating behind I, him. And I bet he it was, smells great, too. Um, <laughs> Follow his Instagram if you want to find that funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I like the last series. I like the Nova character. It's interesting that, that, that uh, the old, was it Ronnie? Is that his name? Who? What was it the original Nova? Richard Ryder? Richard Ryder, sorry. You son of a
2: bitch. Ronnie. No, no. He just conflated you and Nova. That's Uh-oh. what just happened. Oh,
1: okay, I'll take that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it was more like Firestorm and Nova, but um, Whatever. uh, I like him being back. He's I always did like
2: him. Um, and whatever's wrong with him is interesting. I but- like- him as an adult too. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I do too. Like yeah. a lot of times, you talk about you can't age the characters. Every time like adult Richard Rider shows up, I am like that's kind of that's kind of interesting because he doesn't need to stay the same forever like Spider-Man because we already got those other stories and they were you know they yeah. were fine. Yeah. Um, but now like he's older and he has a different perspective. It's really it's really interesting, especially in comparison to you know the younger Nova who's got more power, which is yeah. which is kind of cool. I
0: actually liked the Nova stuff more way more than I did the
2: civilian stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the school. Stuff. School stuff was painful.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yep. So, I'll skip, I, I, actually, I'll, I thought it
2: was really good. I was really happy to see Ramon Perez in this. I, I like this art better than I did Hawkeye. Because yeah, that, but still just, I mean, it
1: still doesn't fit Nova as a character. And it doesn't, I don't know. It just, it, it, yeah.
2: You know what I think? What? I think that this, this is, it almost feels beneath him. Oh, like f- Ramon Perez is so good. Yeah. Like he should be on something amazing. Well,
1: that's the thing, yeah. I mean, like, like go back to the tale of sand or, or the, the you know, the Henson book, the the, the arcade book that he came the you know, big popularity from. Like that was like, I want him on a graphic novel where he just goes, yeah. you know, is truly artistic, whatever. This is like, I, f- I don't feel like Nova. Like, I, I for a moment I got upset because it's like, fuck you, Nova's beneath him. But no, I think, I think Mar- Marvel comics are beneath him and that I think that he should yeah. be doing more. It's like
2: a great act. It's like Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman on a sitcom. It yeah. just, it doesn't.
1: It's or weird. like Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that – remember that movie he did with Ben Stiller where he, the, where he sharted? And he had to explain yeah. to Ben Stiller that he sharted and explained what a shart was. And I was like, you're Philip Seymour Hoffman. Why are you doing this? I, I, I haven't, but yes, exactly. I think it was that Polly. Here Comes Polly. That's what it was called.
0: Yeah. Not a good movie. Um, so yeah. when the, we saw the pull list this week, we saw that Flintstones number six was on it. And we all love the Flintstones. and I think it's all probably in our top yes list of books. But we were also like, Ron – Maybe this wasn't the pick of the week
1: this week. Well, I don't know. this This issue was good. I mean, basically, the, I mean, the this issue uh, actually in in the in the backdrop of today's political and and journalistic climate, uh, this issue focused on uh, the misprediction that the world was ending by the local uh, si- Carl Sagan like scientist, and so the whole town goes crazy, and then turns out it was just a mistake in his math, and the world wasn't going to get destroyed by an asteroid. And so it was a good issue. Uh, but what what really got me from this issue? I know is what you're gonna say. I really really got me is that there's a there's a one and a half page interlude where the bowling ball, the Armadillo bowling ball and the, and the, the purple yeah. elephant vacuum cleaner are talking about their day and the Armadillo bowling ball is explaining, he's like because the vacuum cleaner is like, oh you went out and went bowling, what happens? And he's like, yeah I don't know, he, he balls me up and he gets really angry and throws me at these things and I don't know why he's so angry and I'm trying not to make him angry but he is. But then at the very end of it, the, 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 there's a subtext, there's a, a a C-plot of this vacuum cleaner that breaks my heart and I just, I just want to read it to you exactly I want to read it to you exactly so the purple vacuum cleaner elephant says to the armadillo I have no idea when I'll ever see daylight again. Do you know what keeps me going there in the dark? And the armadillo says what? And then it's a panel of a dark closet with the sad <laughs> elephant looking at the door and he says knowing that my friend bowling ball is on the other side of the door, it makes me think Maybe the only meaning to life is is that which we get from each other. <laughs> I I I copied that page and I
2: sent it to people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, the, I would I honestly if I had pick of the week I would have been hard pressed not to make this pick of the week because of that one page.
0: And I agree that's I, I that's why I opened with what I said it was because we were like, "Ron, you know,
1: it was really close.
2: I couldn't just... But then when I read it, I was like, fuck, this could be the pick of the week. You see, this page, this page could have been the pick of the week. Page. That's for sure. This, yeah. I don't think you need a page Eisner.
1: Yeah. Best
2: page. on oh. number six, page 12.
1: Not even best page, best panel. That bottom panel, the sad... Fil- like, this poor elephant, and, and all he gets is knowing that his friend is on the other side of the door. It's like... Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Good stuff. Fucking Hats off. Mark Russell, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, and this hasn't been our first interlude with the elephant. Like, I like, oh. I, I love this. Like,
0: <laughs> the the ennui of the elephant. Yeah, <laughs> in that closet, unless it
2: got the, oh,
1: the root. clean God, so good, so good. So, so do you remember who
2: we were saying before about how, you know the second issue is really becoming the place
1: yeah.
2: uh, to find out if you like something? So, I I did not love Violent Love number one all that much. We were made to read it by our, our patrons. That's probably not it, the best way to phrase it. Did we? They chose it. Yeah, they did. They chose it on the show, Connor. You were off. Yeah, Yeah. so I read "Violent," and I I was like, "Mm, not quite. But I was like, I'm going to read the second issue. Maybe it will have worked things out. And I I wanted to update the patrons who who had wanted us to read it the first time. Um, I didn't like it. I'm not going to read it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What is the premise? It's like a Bonnie and Clyde, uh, Natural Born Killers kind of thing. Wait, did I read
0: this? I feel like you did. I think I did. I did read this. And, like, I, and I, I, it's just. Are there multiple Bonnie and Clyde tile style books out right now?
2: Probably. This is, again, I feel like that's, like, going to be one of those sort of themes that you'll start to see, like, like we did in America in the, you know, beginning of the Vietnam era. We're going to start to get books about this sort of nihilistic violence. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just, there's just nothing, there's nothing to grab you about this. The art is pretty good, but. That's about all I got going for me on this. So I tried, I went back. I tried a second issue. I don't even remember if I said I would or not, but yeah. I don't like any of these characters, and I don't care what happens to them.
1: Um, I'm, I'm kind of in the same place with you. So, All right. So I don't know exactly
0: why I'm reading Death of Hawkman. Oh, I, do. I, know, that's, that's... I know.
1: I know exactly why you're reading Death of <laughs> Hawkman. <laughs>
0: Well, please illuminate me because I, I keep reading it. and I finish. And I going, I
2: don't know why am I reading this. You I keep reading. Want a Hawkeye, Hawkman book that you can read and love. That's that's. It's weird. your holy grail. This is and you'll uh, never find. It. This is issue
0: three of six, and it's this bizarre miniseries starring Hawkman and Adam Strange, two characters I love. Um, in the in some sort of conflict. There's some sort of Thanagarian Rand conflict. There seems to be. A miniseries started these two characters every few years about a war between Thanagar and Ran. It's just like, at this point, maybe let's tell a different story.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yet I'm reading it.
0: And yet I'm reading it, so... <laughs>
1: oh, you're, now jokes you're reading me. it on
0: six. <laughs> joke's on me, I guess. So, right. That's all I really wanted to say. I, I finished just going, I don't know, what's, why am I doing this?
1: Yep. Um, so that's so that's a good segue to Star Wars corner and Josh, come join me over here on the other side of the room. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, uh, so this issue was the this week was the first issue of Doctor Doctor Afro number one, written by Karen Gillen. and two points on this art by Kev Walker. Yes, which again, was, yep. great artists all week. Yep, uh, was it? I was surprised. I don't think we've seen Kev Walker on Star Wars yet, and so I thought that was kind of neat to see. Um, but then furthermore, how the heck is this happening? Did Kieran create a character in the comics that now has its own character? Like, at some point, will Dr. Aphra make it onto the Rebels or whatever the – you know, the cartoon? And, it, like, have we – like, I can't believe they got a comic of a character created in the comics approved by Lucasfilm. I'm just surprised. That's all. I liked it. I don't know. I, I think it's a good – I, ca- I, it, I am- It's almost like Kieran started doing Vader and created this character and became more interested in her and was like, well, can I just do that? Obviously. Yeah, I know. So –
2: which brings me to the question. I liked this. I I enjoyed it. Yep. Um. The art was uh, was a delight. I didn't really know who I was looking at until the end. i went, like, oh, yep. great. Um. Because for some reason I thought it it said Salvador Larocca when I originally saw the solicit.
1: You you didn't so my- you, you weren't able to get through page one and realize it wasn't Larocca. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just,
2: I just remember I like, looked at it in the past. Like, yeah. I just saw that it was coming up, and I glanced, and I saw the LaRocca. I thought, it's him. I didn't
1: think about it again, so I it was like a week later cover, reading maybe, through or, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah uh, oh, no, he did the backup story. Sorry. Yeah. Do we want this, though? That's the question. I mean, so far, so good. I wa- Hey, here's the thing. is like, I'm not sure I like the character, Dr. Dr. Aphra, but I f- love black C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. Like, and, and if, and, and if an that means angry, I, get, I get more of
2: them, then that's fine. I feel like you get too much of them, though.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't
2: yet. It's amazing how elastic that has proven to be, especially when you add in the really angry Wookiee, yeah. who I like a lot, too. Yeah. Black um, Krister and... <laughs>
1: consonant, <laughs> consonant, 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 consonant. I don't think I read the backup now that I'm looking at it. So it, it gives more background on how she became who she is and all that stuff. I don't, I like it. I don't know if this is a mini or if it's going to be an ongoing or what, but I just I think it's fascinating that, it, A, it exists, and I love seeing Kev Walker on it. So uh, yep. for, for right now, I'll take it. Sign me up.
2: I, I feel like it was useful having Darth Vader in the background of all the other stories. Yes. Which I don't know if they'll, it'll, it'll lack here. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I did. So. Cool. That's all.
1: All right, so those are the books that we read that we enjoyed, but of course every week our patrons can go and vote and force us to read a book. They, we have to sit down and they point at us and they say, you have to read this book. Uh, Apparently
2: none of them know what we like.
1: <laughs> this week the, the, the runaway winner uh, in the patrons uh, voting was Motor Crush Number 1, uh, created by Brendan Fletcher, Cameron Stewart, and Bab uh the team behind the Batgirl of Burnside run uh, a couple of years ago at DC um a year ago than, no it was more than a year ago it was way more yeah than they were only really like only really like 4 issues into the new ones <laughs> right? no but no but they started like 3 years ago well sure but yeah, it has yeah, yeah. it, been yeah I, I was going from when it started i'm sorry so. I see. anyway so this is their new their creator owned book from image uh called Motor Crush number 1 uh what did you guys think of it All right, but let's let's
0: let's wait let's wait for Josh you wait
1: wait for it i am i am
0: okay so uh, Motor Crush is about a professional bice raker, raker bice raker a bice, bice- raker uh, so in the future I guess Grand Prix is no longer cars it's motorcycles so she's a professional racer of motorcycles and uh, she's also a uh, underground bike racer in the in the underground scene in a, in a disguise it's not a very good one because you can see her face um <laughs> And so this is about her, mostly about her in this underground race where they they club each other with chains and and brick bats and things while they race and sort of like a roller derby racing. And then there's some dudes with flat tops and there's some drug addiction things and okay. that's what the, that's what the premise seems to be. Is she's she addicted to these these things? Well, I I didn't get a sense of what these hot I, rockets. These Things were
1: exactly they're racing for them, and surely there's some they have some value because her the it's guy called who Crush, works, yeah. The guy who works for her dad, these vials of Crush, the guy who works for her dad, like stole hers and she was angry about it. And then she takes one at the end. I couldn't tell if she's addicted to drugs. Or the, uh, the yeah. drugs the or not. They, like, they the, said
2: earlier that, that uh, if you get caught using them for racing, you're gonna get kicked out. So it's right, like but
0: that was that was what confused me because I thought they were like enhancers for the bike, like you put it in the fuel. Because no. while
2: like what would it matter if you're on drugs i mean i let you have more focus it would slow things down it would let you it would give you faster reflexes to race. it's though, it's okay. uh it's uh you know peds performance enhancing drugs that's how i took it uh-huh. Which makes her a cheater
1: right yeah which is like all right well yeah so i was confused like oh so this our heroin uh, is 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 a cheater that's not cool <sighs>
0: So, Josh, how did you like it? No, you can go ahead. You can. No, you can so wait, so, Rod, what did you think overall? I thought like. I thought it was fine. Like I thought I just, it was
1: fine. Like it. it was kinetic. It was you know it, it it you know definitely you know the velocity of uh, of. You're really into that this week. I'm really into velocity this week. Uh, no, but it, again, you had it. I mean, they had there's a motorbike there's a motorbike race in the middle of the book and and you know kind of depicted that action well and I got a sense of who the, who the main character was and her father was an ex racer and you know and they had the little device of all the 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 media is all around them and social media and the little you know kind of the 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 ongoing commentary of what's what you know and the bots that follow them to interview them to turn into like reality stuff i mean i got it it just wasn't it didn't it wasn't anything terribly uh groundbreaking for me so, Josh. so Josh.
2: like this was competently done it was scripted and structured well and the art was was good and it did what it did but it was just a hodgepodge of cliches yeah. of this certain kind of storytelling and and like it wasn't like this is horrible but i was just like really like Who's excited by this? Right. It is. And I don't do this a lot where I'm like, but I just got so annoyed that like it has every little marker and bellwether of like she's a badass and she doesn't care and she's got an attitude, but she's got a dad. Mark my words, that dad dies. (laughs) (laughs) That dad is a fucking dead man. Maybe not today. You know, I don't know if the book makes it far enough, but he's missing a leg. It's Batwoman. First of all, that's what this is. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. She's got a problem. It's got this racing stuff, and, like, it's just all this unearned attitude yeah. where we don't have to know, we don't have to develop characters. We've just picked out all of these other things that seem familiar to the reader so that they go, oh, right, yeah, cool concepts. They race. They hit each other. And it, like, like it was, it was so uh, oppressively unoriginal in its combination of things that I just got more annoyed by it the more I thought about it. Like it's not like horrible. I didn't really like. Oh, that shouldn't even be on the stands. That's terrible. I just, I just wanted anything in it that didn't make me feel like I, I hadn't. It, it felt like a, like a committee. Like we should, like this is. Oh, look at all these crazy concepts. It's gonna wow people and it's gonna move. And it just.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> like, mean we the, we have it. I mean, aggressive
2: like, like, uh, averageness that really bothers me.
1: Right. Yeah, and and I totally see your point there because it's like the the near future. Obsessed with one, like you know, one sporting type that has got little robots that fly around. Like we've seen that, before. like That's that yeah, it's, it's not terribly original. I don't. Yeah. I don't think this that's This is the yeah. I got this
2: of comic book themes. Yes. Yep. Whoa! I like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, like, like it was like. There's a bit in the beginning where she like, like. Uh, she wins the race and she takes her helmet off. And she's like, Did you ever really doubt? And there's like three more scenes like that where she looks, you know, at the camera basically and mugs and sneers and make a, makes a face. Uh, right before the race starts, they go down through all the racers and then they show just a panel of her mouth and she's smirking. No sweat. Yeah. And it just, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Like, it's come on, we're better than that. We should be at this point. And these aren't like new creators. Right.
1: You know, Cameron, like, Stewart, Cameron Stewart is has been around for a while. You know, you know, yeah. and, you know, and so I don't know. Yeah, I, I see I definitely see, see a lot of those observations, Josh, and I don't I don't disagree.
2: I, I mean, like, I just yeah, <laughs> it it just bothered me. <laughs> All right, well, and I never do that. I hate giving bad reviews, especially of independent books. Yeah, I, there you are.
1: All right, well, so ratings, three. I give it a three. Two. All right. Sticking with it.
0: Mm, I'm going to read the second issue, but it's got to do something interesting in the second issue.
1: Yeah, I'm probably the same place. I mean, I'm in for 12. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, if you want to get on the action and make us read a book and, and get Josh angry, you, you can become a patron by going to slash iFanboy and signing up there. Uh, we've got every, you know, levels from a dollar. A uh, dollar a month to three dollars a month, five dollars, ten, twenty, all the way to whatever you want, whatever denomination you like. You can sign up and become an active patron, where you can vote every week, um, and also a perk for some patrons who sign up at the at the, the right level. I believe it's the is it the five dollar and higher level or the ten dollar? I, I think thinking. I believe it's high. I, think I think it's five. Yeah, five dollars and higher. Uh, we give you a personalized thank you here on the show, and we also bestow a, a superpower on you. It could be a dumb power, it could be a useful power, it could be a burdenous power. It's up to you to decide. Uh, so, Josh, take it away and thank our first patron. Frank Sale. Sale.
2: I like Sale better. I'm going with that. Um, <laughs> that's the ability. You know when you're a kid and someone would repeat everything you said or say something at the same time yeah. to annoy you? Yeah. He mm-hmm. can say exactly what you're saying as you say it. At the same With uncanny, like, he gets he gets the cadence, he gets the rhythm. As soon as you start to say the word, he can repeat it with you at exactly the same time, and it is so annoying. Is he psychic? I don't know how it works. I don't claim to understand it, but it's, I see. it's an uncanny ability to, if I was saying this right now, he would be able to mouth and say exactly what I'm saying right as, as I'm doing it. I don't know that there's any practical use for this. It's just something he can do, though. He, he, he can't he, – he has to try not to because he's found socially it is really unhelpful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> stop bugging me. Stop bugging me. Stop it.
0: Someone has two kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Window into our souls. That takes, us <laughs> to, that takes us to our next patron. I want to thank Sabrina Larimore Wilson for uh, supporting our fanboy. And tis the season for Sabrina who has the power to decorate a Christmas tree with, to perfection. She can get the lights on. She can get all the ornaments placed in place, but like super fast, super fast, like 12? super flash fast type kind of speed. That's just Gordon, but it's perfect. And <laughs> eh, no, I think he, he goes a little too far, to be honest. But um, uh, you know, like the the idyllic movie Christmas tree. She just does it, and you don't even see it happen. And all of a sudden, boom! It's like it's magic. There's a Christmas tree. Uh, does this power work with any other
0: kind of decorating, or only Christmas
1: trees? No, it's only Christmas trees. And so so really, what she does is she's really good in November and December. Like that's what she you know she's able to make the most of it but every now and then when you get your Christmas in July party she's there for you as well too
0: hmm. so. who does those
1: eh, people do that it's a thing
0: It's nobody I want to know <laughs> Matthew McFadden thank you his power is that he doesn't need sunglasses because his eyes will polarize and darken depending on the amount of light
1: oh wow that's, that's, that's a very useful power that's,
2: that is useful
1: it's totally and useful does,
2: does eyes protect themselves then from UV rays
1: yeah, totally. It's just, his eyes act
0: have natural protection, like a sunglass, like a high-end sunglass lens. All
1: right.
0: And it darken. Right. if it gets bright. gets his eyes get his people his whole the whole business
2: there gets dark. It's like a shade kind of happens. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't Matthew McFadden in the in the BBC series Spooks? Yes. McFadden, I believe. I I know.
0: I originally had a booze-related power and our side of that. Might be racist. Oh Jeez. All right. <laughs> oh, I thought I of him before I saw the name. I was
2: like, oh, oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. But uh, that
2: good pal uh, Tyler Rin has the ability to remove any sticker or decal perfectly.
1: Oh man. No residue? Any
0: surface. No residue, no,
2: residue. no, residue, no tearing. Oh wow. No matter if how how it long it's been on there, doesn't matter. He's he's got it. Oh, no. a, he <laughs> knows exa- he can he can inherently estimate the amount of pressure it takes and the angle with which you need to because that sometimes the sticker will tear. It's all about the sort of micro uh But it always comes off perfectly. Yep.
0: That's like in my top ten most annoying things in my life.
2: He's, he's ne- he's, Tyler has never needed Goo Gone of any kind.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Can> you- <laughs> that happened to me the other day. I was like scraping with my fingernail. come off! That's the worst. God yeah. damn it. That's
1: oh, the worst.
2: Because I've been selling used guitar pedals, and they have Velcro on the bottom, and you got to get that Velcro off.
1: You got Ugh. it. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) Tyler's a godsend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, if you are a, uh, if you want to get your own superpower for this, well, we're done for 2016, but we're going to come back in 2017 with some energized, brand new superpowers you've never even heard of. So, sign up at patreon.com slash iFanboy. Uh, and as Josh mentioned earlier, if you want to support iFanboy uh, by shopping on Amazon, you can go to ifanboy.com slash support. There's that link you can find there to shop on Amazon. Or if it's tis the season and you, just, you don't like Patreon, you don't use Amazon, but you do want to show your thanks to iFanboy for giving you a year, another year in the books, our 11th year of a great podcast conversation, you can uh, make a one-time donation via PayPal. The button's right there. Uh, a couple of people did that this past week, so we want to thank them for that. Uh, we thank everybody who supported iFanboy through 2016. Without you, we wouldn't be here. So thank you very much. And please, uh, if you're not supporting us currently, keep it coming. All right. Let's do some emails.
0: Alex writes in Alex Cox he says Alexander Cox with a Mary Poppins telekinesis here. Nice. What was that one? What was that, that was one?
1: My, that was my, she can clean, he can clean a room like like Mary Poppins. Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Alexander Cox says, Love the show and can't wait for episode one thousand. All right, slow it slow it up, Alex. Slow your roll. I'm norm I'm normally a Marvel guy, but since DC rebirth I found myself a lot more excited by what's going on at the Distinguished Competition. Now that it's been a few months since major relaunches from both companies, I was wondering, mm-hmm. what are your top five books from each company, and what are your top five books from either? That's a lot of top fives.
1: You wow!
2: Know, can he, So how do we do? We can't do. We- I'm not your dancing monkey. No. Okay. <laughs> Why don't
1: you just do top? We we and this is this is akin to something that we've done historically. Why don't yeah. we do our our, our our as we end 2016? What are our top five books right now?
2: Motor Crush. Violent
1: Love.
0: <laughs> um, from, I mean, currently being published?
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Here we go. Not, right. not from earlier in the year, but currently being published? Yeah, currently. So right now, our top five books, like you, the ones you look forward to when they come out on a weekly basis, like the top okay. five books you want to read, I'm going to go with Star Wars, Flintstones. Mm-hmm. That's um,
2: crazy what you just said. I know. In combination. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm going go to go The Flash. Because I, you know, despite the art issues I am enjoying, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying my my characters back. You know, like I, I like it. Um, let's see. I'm going to go Black Science. Yeah. And then I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I got to get an X in there, but there's nothing... This no, You don't.
2: It yeah, says no, a lot yeah. that you don't.
1: Yeah, I know. It really does, doesn't it? Um I can't do a Nova cause that just started. Man, I got nothing at Marvel.
0: Well, it's a bad it's a bad time for Marvel right
1: now. Yeah, it's a very bad time for Marvel. I'm trying to think of what my favorite Marvel book is and Our Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, maybe years, but I don't know that's not my go to for me. Yeah, yeah. Um I'll just go all new X Men because it's the best of the bunch, so <laughs> that's 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 such a gimme. That's, that's damn with fate praise. Well I don't want to hold everyone yeah, up, so yeah. So. All
0: right. Well, that's fair enough. I I respect that. Yep. Okay. Connor. Uh, I will go Nightwing,
2: Power Man, Iron Fist, Flintstones. Do we count? Ca- just because I don't want you to like, do we count Southern Bastards, or is it just too? Yeah, yeah it comes it, out. Yeah, it comes. Infrequent.
1: Out, yeah, yeah, it's too infrequent. I mean, I guess yeah. I, uh, I just because yeah, I haven't seen one in a while because they've been in a yeah. Gap. yeah yeah. Nightwing,
0: Flintstones. What was the third one I said? What did I say? No one is listening. Nightwing Flintstones. Oh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, Power
1: Man and Iron yeah. Fist, yeah.
0: And uh, scrolling through my books here. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. It uh, is. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Lazarus. Ooh, all right. And... I'm just gonna throw some. Oh, I'll start Batman in there. All
1: right, huh? That's fair.
2: Is Jupiter's Legacy still Jupiter's still Circle? Okay, still yeah. okay. So I'm going with Jupiter's Circle, Volume Two. Troopers legacy, whatever. Yep. Um, Flintstones, Power Man and Iron Fist, Black Science. I feel like I'm not, I'm not thinking of something that needs to be thought of. Lucifer. All right. Lucifer.
0: There it is. Does that make Flintstones
2: our book of the year, then? I, it absolutely I think, I does. I think it does. Yeah, I really it think. absolutely does. You can go ahead and print
1: that. <laughs> oh, what a bizarre world we live in. So there you go, Alex. <laughs> right? Thank you. All right. So speaking of Jupiter's Legacy, we've got one more question from Miguel from Osaka, Japan, who says, I've been thinking about this question since Pick of the Week podcast episode 546 – Maybe not long by a fanboy standards, but long enough, I think, for the question at hand. Why Seven does weeks. That, why does every time Jupiter's Legacy come up, does Josh refer to the character on the cover of Volume 2, Number 2, as Bruno Mars? Anyone can see that's totally Freddie Mercury. From the arena show-styled outfit to the 70s stash to the flamboyant showman personality of the character, all I see is the frontman of Queen. Now, this is totally unscientific, but while pondering the cover of Number 2 on my lunch break, two coworkers who are completely ignorant of the series or how long I've been thinking about this asked me why I was looking at a picture of Freddie Mercury. Aside from the bouffant hair and the fact that the character is human, I'm just not seeing Bruno Mars. Tell me, what am I missing? And I thought this is very funny coming on off the heels of a spirited debate at iFanboy headquarters about Freddie Mercury's stance as the greatest frontman of all time. Two things. Okay.
2: A, I don't even know who Bruno Mars is, so you're talking about <laughs> Connor. Yeah, it <that> was me.
0: <laughs> Two... Which is funny because no one ever mixes us up. It's always YouTube.
2: I know. Well, well, he said that, and I was like, I wasn't even in a position to argue because I was like, I don't even know. I don't I've know Mars is
1: either. Yeah. So
2: two, we did not argue about Freddie Mercury. We thought we were <laughs> there arguing. Was, there was a bit of a discussion about no, it.
1: No, but it was only only
2: to the point where I was like, He's "You the were insulting best. him." Yes, you were I, insulting. I, and status. You said you he were. was terrible, I and did he said no, no such thing. You lying bastards. <laughs> you said you said some things. I said that there seems to be an overall cultural movement and acceptance that is placing him into the top spot of sort of all-time rock frontmen. And you were incredulous about it.
1: No, I you're like – so since when does everybody agree that he's the best fr- – like he's been the best frontman since I was a kid? I would said
2: no such thing. <laughs> I said I've noticed there is an overall cultural trend that people just seem to be in a much larger way than ever – placing him in that top spot the same way that people place Jimi Hendrix in the top guitar spot or something like that. We've like culture is starting to decide like oh Freddie Mercury was the best of them. And I was saying that's pretty interesting. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And you guys
1: are all over me. Well, because because I, I felt as if the, the, that the jury was out on that about 20 years ago. Oh, I don't. The way don't. the way you delivered it was incredulism. Yes. Yep. It was a little a bit, a little bit, a little bit Josh, a little bit Josh. You were a little bit incredulous. A little, a little bit, bit. bit, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Well, who
0: is Bruno Mars? I have he's no a, idea. He's a very talented singer, songwriter, but he, you know, I see him when I look at this guy. Miguel sees Freddie Mercury. That's the beauty of art everyone interprets. I think, I think he thought,
2: I think I thought it was somebody else. I may have thought it was Freddie Mercury, but now I can't remember what I'm looking at. Oh, man, Freddie Mercury's
1: the best. So, All right, well, if you've got any questions, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com. Be sure to let us know who you are, where you're from, and how long you thought about the question. Make it good. Uh, we want some good emails coming into the new year so uh, get them in there while you can and if you want coming into the new year if you want to send in an audio mail you can do that as well just send an mp3 or a WAV file of your question we'd love to hear from you that's that's little Richard yeah it really is actually <laughs> that's to be honest with you, yeah you're kind of right <laughs> it really is kind of a white little Richard
2: <laughs> it's, it's little Richard I don't care what you I, is that, does that what Bruno Mars looks like <laughs> yes yeah, he's not white he's Latino in the book Yeah, Yeah, no, that does not look like Freddie Mercury.
1: Yeah.
2: Sorry. All right. So, Do you you believe that people think that Freddie Mercury is good? (laughs) So you you, shut your mouth. See, that's incredulousness. I will
1: will drive up there and, uh, anyway... All right, so we mentioned earlier this is the last Pick the Week podcast for 2016, but this is not the last podcast for my fanboy. We've got much more coming for you this month, uh, including the highly anticipated uh, our last special edition movie podcast of the year, talking about uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, uh, which is going to be coming out very close to the the Christmas holiday. And that leads us to Connor. Why don't you break down what the holiday schedule is for the remaining podcasts? All right, so uh, we're getting a toxplode. Some point, we? If, if we if, point? If, at some point <laughs> TVD if the creator would respond. <laughs> Here's the thing: uh, you may end up getting two
0: Toxplodes in January.
1: Yeah, that,
0: <laughs> or you might that, get a surprise may, one in December. Yeah, <laughs> that may be what happens because we're having some trouble scheduling it. Uh, apologies, you'll, you'll still get your your allotted Toxplode people who who are patrons, but it would I don't know when. It turns uh, but, out
2: that everyone's busy around this time of year. <laughs> right.
0: So uh, next week, well, there'll be no Pickle week show, but there'll be the 2016 All Media Year in Spectacular, and that'll come out December 18th, like the show does. That's when we uh, discuss what we loved in movies and TV and books and podcasts and games and comics, too, uh, for two-plus uh, two hours. So look forward to that. And then, as Ron said, there's the Rogue One show, which will be coming out December 21st, which is just a couple days later. And then the Pickle week show returns on January 8th. I think know. that's all right.
2: I am not going to get behind on all my comics this year. That's more than I am. That's
1: your wish. Everyone, mark that. Mark the time code in on that one. Yeah, there it is. All right, just just said it. So I'm in trouble.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: You sure are in trouble. You're sure
0: already are. behind now, aren't you?
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I made a lot of headway this last week. Okay. Um, so you can go to ifanboy.com and you can hold me to that. Uh, you could also comment on this show there. <laughs> but you can um, say? Go there and hold me. If you're one of the, that, you know what? I'm not. I'm not writing it off. Uh, If you happen to be one of the creators of uh, Motor Crush, uh, don't write there. I apologize. I have to say something. Um, You can talk about this week's book. Can tell us what you thought? I would love to hear a a rejoinder about why I got that wrong. I would would genuinely love that. Um, If you liked it, I'd love to hear why. And you can find, of course, all of our other podcasts. Somebody – Asked about, I showed somebody like a comedy short that I did once, and they were like, "Is there any other video of you doing anything?" And I was like, "Yes." Are there are hundreds, <laughs> of them? and then I, I went to the video page and I went, "Oh my god!" I was oh. overwhelmed by how many videos there were. It was, it was, and then I couldn't like pick. I couldn't find. One. I was like, "I don't, I don't know what I would show somebody <laughs> as an example because there's literally just too much." You can also go over to uh, Facebook.com/IFanboy or at IFanboy on Twitter. and You can follow us individually at Jay Flanagan at Cielo or at Ronix O.
0: Uh, if you like the show, write us a review on iTunes, or better yet, tell your friends when you're at your you know, New Year's Eve party and you're stuck with someone awkward you don't really know what to talk about, just to talk about your favorite podcast, which may or may not be this one, but it could be anyone. It could be Serial. Is Serial still a thing that happens? I don't even know.
1: Nobody be really out it, now. It, it, it kind of petered out the, the second season, didn't it? The second season was really good, actually. Really? Nope, what, not a single person talked uh, about it, though. Is, is the second season of Serial going to become Serial's Pinkerton? or like the, You know, that was actually better than the first one.
2: Yes, I think it's I think it's very possible. And if that's the case, then we're pretty much done. <laughs> and the third album was pretty good. It was all right, but like, sound wasn't quite there. It's just been downhill. You heard that last one? It's awful. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So that, Weezer. There was a new Weezer album last year. I listened to it once.
0: If you find yourself in a similar conversation girls. on New Year's Eve uh, with a guy like Josh, then you can bring up your favorite podcast. You can't leave that for a reason. Get him to stop talking about music. So, thanks everyone who's left us a review in 2016. Thanks everyone who's left us a star rating. If you just want to leave us a star rating, that's great too. We appreciate every one of you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. That is it for this year for the IFM Epic League podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor.
2: I'm Ron. I'm sorry.